Welcome to the Agents of Game Podcast. I am Dave. Dan. And we are here without uh, Sean or Matt, because apparently they have uh, eloped and are having fun in Cancun together. They think having fun together in Cancun is better than our podcast. I don't agree. Seriously, I mean, what's more fun than here? <clears throat> so there's been a lot of stuff since we last uh, met up. Uh, we are now starting season two of the podcast, and uh, there's been a new Cloverfield trailer. Have you seen much of that, Dan? Or actually, there's two new of them now. Um, I think I've seen both trailers. And uh, yeah, I, I love the uh, the monster movie. And um, this looks obviously like a different direction for the universe. But uh, yeah, looks cool. And the way that J.J. Abrams was able to hide it as well as he was. Yeah, no one even knew that this was really coming out, um, and so that was kind of cool. I have not seen the first Cloverfield. Um, I I heard mixed reviews. Some people said it was kind of cool. Some people said the shaky cam kind of ruined it. Um, is it worth seeing? I I loved it. I that's one of the things I liked about it was the uh, the um, what's it called like uh, camera perspective. I can't think of the the genre. Found film. Found footage. Yes. I like the found footage uh, type setting for a monster film, and it kind of keeps the mystery of what does the monster look like. Because I remember before Cloverfield came out, um, it was a really big deal that they were trying to keep it under wraps until the movie came out, so that people didn't know what um, what it looked like. So that was pretty cool. It added to it because you kept wanting to see it, and you keep seeing parts of it, and it was just yeah, it was just a crazy. Crazy movie, but it's actually pretty decent. I liked it a lot. I bought it, and I usually don't buy a lot of movies. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know the at least the second trailer was one of the many trailers which aired during the Super Bowl. Um, you know, uh, we were just talking about a little bit ago uh, some of the big winners and big losers of the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Eli Manning and Cam Newton were definitely not coming up smelling like roses after that. <laughs> it took a couple press conferences to. Uh, Get back in in the good graces of America. <laughs> uh, assuming they have. Yes. Yeah. Controversy uh, is great. It is. Uh, it's. It seems like you know there weren't that many great commercials in and of themselves. Uh, there were a lot of pretty cool movie trailers that came out. Hmm. Um, for those of you who haven't seen on our Facebook page, we have posted several of the good ones. We got the new trailer for Turtles, um, for uh, Jason Bourne, which is kind of a terrible title, but the movie looks sweet. Yep. Um, we've got... There was another Captain America trailer. Yep. What Amazing. do you think of that one? Oh, yeah, I think it looks great. Um some of the new footage, like it was a short trailer. I actually expected a longer trailer, kind of like the uh, Avengers trailer from last Super Bowl. I think it was the last Super Bowl. Um, or was it the... Anyway, I can't remember. But I remember the Avengers trailer being pretty size, having a good size to it um, in the last Super Bowl that they had a trailer. And um had to have been last one, right? Because it was Avengers Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, Age of Ultron came out, what was it, last... May or May? Okay. So yeah, so it was Super Bowl. But um and that was pretty pretty sizable. This one was really short, as with were most of the trailers, which I found interesting. 
Um, but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it just looks, it looks great. And even though, like we've talked about before in our other podcast, it's not going to encompass the civil war that we know from the comics. They're doing it their own way to fit the MCU, which should be fine. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't like the whole United we stand divided, we fall chant at the beginning. Um, Aside from that, I thought the trailer was pretty cool. It was short. Uh, we saw some more cool stuff from, uh, was it Black Panther? Yep, a little um, bit. I, I think he's the only new character that they've shown in the trailer. Yeah. Still haven't seen Spider-Man yet. Yeah, but... I was just going to say, they sh- hopefully they'll show Spider-Man. A lot of people are um, taking guessing that he's going to go the Luke route um, from Star Wars, where he just shows up. Kind of at the end, or a very small part, just to reveal him, you know, the new Spider-Man. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. They might do that. It wouldn't surprise me, especially given how late he was. the actor was cast in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, not just you have to cast him, you have to get him up to speed and everything, but it would kind of strike me as odd, given how integral of a role he played in the Civil War comics. Yes, yep. But like you said, you know, this is a whole new deal. Yeah. Um, so. And Punisher, I mean, and the same argument can be said because Punisher played a pretty big role in the comics, too, and he's not anywhere to be seen, so. Although Punisher and, will be on Daredevil. Yes, he will. I'm so excited. And that's not far away. Oh, I just, I love being a comic book fan right now because we're just, we're in the golden age right now, and it's just great. Oh, yes, it is. Um, but yeah, Independence Day. Uh, it looks like pretty much the whole cast. They had a trailer for that. Pretty much the whole cast, except for Will Smith, and apparently his character's dead. Yeah. Did you see the uh, how they revealed how he died and everything? It was very unceremonious. Yeah, wasn't it just a tombstone or something. Um, it was just uh, they did a fake newscast in the background of the website. Oh, camera- that's right. Yeah, or whatever, and it just kind of popped up that. Um, it's been so many years since, uh, I can't remember his name now in the movie, but, uh, since he died in a prototype testing for their new jets. Yeah. But, um, uh, his son though is in it. And I don't, do you know, are they using the same actor that played his son in the first Independence Day? I that'd be, that'd be interesting. No. Okay. Cause, um, cause that, it would be interesting if they did that. Because uh, that's real time aging right there. Because <laughs> yes, aren't they doing uh, aren't they doing real time progression too? Like for the timeline. Uh, that's my understanding. Yeah, and it makes sense yeah. because all the I mean, just like everybody did all the all the yeah. actors are older now. Yep. Um, so it makes sense to do it that way. But uh... kind of cool that Independence Day did so well. It's kind of cool that there's a franchise. Um, and there's a few that this has happened with, but it's kind of cool that there's a franchise there that did so well at its time that the studios didn't just cash in on it, that um, that it stayed, you know, sacred. If that's that's totally the wrong word, but uh-huh. you know what I mean. Like, um, they weren't just cashing in on the franchise; it did well, and they let it have have its place. You know, uh, I kind of like that it's taken them so long to get to a sequel. Uh, Ross Bagley is the actor who played Dylan uh, in the first movie, and at least on IMDb, he is not credited 
with being oh. in the new movie. Okay. And they're usually pretty on top of things, so I would yeah. assume if he were in it, they would have it. So it looks like it's yep. a different kid. Gotcha. Um, X-Men Apocalypse. This trailer didn't look as strong as their previous trailer. I thought Psylocke cutting through the car looked a little too CG. and did, yeah. But uh, I'm pretty pumped for that movie. It looks like it could yeah. be pretty sweet. Very optimistic. Um, yeah, I, uh, I can't say I've watched the, um, the last X-Men movie probably five or six times now. Cause it shows up on HBO every once in a while. <laughs> nice. And so, um, days of future past. Sorry. I couldn't remember the tagline to it, but, um, and I loved it. I mean, it, it ended up being one of my... I didn't actually... Or no, did I see that one in theaters? I can't remember. I think it was the first one I didn't see with the new ones that I didn't see in theaters. And I was impressed when I did see it finally. I did go to see this one in theaters. But uh, I just... I love that movie. And the way that it plays with time and um, the humor. There's a lot of a lot more humor in it than you would think for a movie like that. But um, he's just been doing really good. I'm really uh, surprised they've been i'm excited i am very excited that yeah the trailer was pretty weak and it didn't really do anything to get you excited if you weren't already excited for it but yeah it's exciting yeah uh were there any other good trailers that that's those are all the ones that i caught um not that i can think of either well i guess there is that one you just did i wasn't in the super bowl but that one you just did find um yeah hardcore henry yeah, Hardcore Henry. That looks like yeah. it could be a fun ride. Anything, just look it up on YouTube, guys. Just look up Hardcore Henry and look at the trailer. And uh, it, sh- it looks like, it. if anything, it could be just a different type of movie and different kind of fun. But uh, I applaud the director who took the challenge to direct that because it would be a challenge. Yes, it would. Well, and, you know, it can't be any worse than Doom. Yeah, yeah. And Doom wasn't even, it only had like a sequence in pure first person. This is doing the whole movie. And I feel like it's almost like a, they're doing a video game, like a video game movie. I'm, I'm really surprised they didn't even try to do a almost a tie-in because pure first person, no voice for, the, um, for our hero. I mean, crazy. But they have uh, some pretty, pretty big names, uh, especially British actors like um, Charlito Copley, right? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Uh, probably. I'm not sure. Um, and then uh, they have uh, Tim Roth uh, is in there. Those are the two most recognizable people I noticed. But I don't. I have no clue who the uh, director is. They're a Russian. The guy who produced it is the guy who did the Daywatch and Nightwatch series. Um, he got his mark in doing years ago with uh well now quite a few years ago with uh angeline jolie and um and i can't remember his name i really like him uh the dude that's uh, we lost, best we re- lost you cut out really bad there the, you said oh what's that uh, you, cut, you cut out really bad there i didn't say what i didn't hear what movie you said it was with angeline and jolie oh wanted he did the producer for this movie uh for hardcore henry did he directed wanted with angeline jolie and uh, the dude who plays Professor X in the new X-Men movies, and I can't think of his name right now. But, um... But, yeah. So, he... Tamir Bakarov, or Tamir... 
something night he it's a Russian name so I can't pronounce it but uh but he uh, he's definitely the guy to get to try something like this yep so I know at least last time I talked to you you weren't a pretty big Doctor Who fan but uh a bunch of big news for Doctor Who there's uh, uh Moffat is going to be out which will make a lot of people happy there's going to be a new showrunner which is uh Chris Chibnall uh who's the guy who was the showrunner for Broadchurch with uh, and, uh David Tennant there we go yeah. um so yeah he did Broadchurch with uh, David Tennant um the show is also uh, gone from Netflix. Now we announced that earlier. Uh, it's gone from Netflix. Um, last fall, BBC announced that they would be starting their own subscription service with all the BBC shows and things like that. So they might not even give Doctor Who to Netflix or Hulu. They might just keep it for themselves. Huh. Um, so, so it's I, not on Netflix now. You said no, I've just been waiting to watch it. Dang, that sucks. Yeah, all they uh, took it off. It was one of the things that was removed at the beginning of February. Um, oh. I personally would be real. I'm not excited for the fee, but I would be excited for a BBC subscription service just because I like a. Aside from Doctor Who, I like a lot of the old period pieces. Mm. Um. So you know, it sucks that it's gone, but uh, could be coming in some other form. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, it's not necessarily I'm not a fan of the series. I just have never watched it, so I have no clue if I'd like it or not. But uh, I was just waiting to watch it on Netflix. I guess I waited too long. Uh, I think it's kind of one of those things that's a little bit like um, Star Trek in that there are a lot of people who like the older series that still like the new series. But a lot of the people who like who came in as fans of the new series wouldn't necessarily like the old series. Where it started. So I think you would probably enjoy a lot of the new ones. Maybe not all of them, um, but I don't know that you could necessarily go back and start watching the show from, like, the 60s and yeah. enjoy it in the same way. Yeah, one of my friends told me to start at season five. Um, said that I'd probably enjoy it better starting there. But I also like getting a full story, so it'd be really hard for me to just pick up somewhere. But. If you well, I would start out. If you're starting out, I would start out with the new ones. At least give give like at just the beginning of it because um, the actor who's in it, he's been in some other stuff. He was in Heroes. I don't know if you remember. There's a character who was invisible, who basically taught Peter how to control his powers. Uh-huh. Um, that was him. He's been oh. in a few other things as well. Not in a lot of stuff on American TV that you would have seen. Um, but he was the first Doctor for one season, but he introduces everything, basically. And then David Tennant takes over. And so even if you don't like season one, just maybe watch a couple episodes and then skip to the second season hmm. um, with David Tennant. Because I think that's that's where it got really, really popular. Leo. Um, so another thing that's uh, a little bit more noteworthy, Star Wars Episode Eight has been pushed back until December of 2017. But it did start filming today. Yes, they started filming for that. Um, it's kind of funny, though, because it makes sense for them to push it back because it would have been competing with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which you know, both are Disney. And so it's smart of them to push it back. But now, because they pushed it back, both Avatar and Ready Player One have pushed their schedule a bit back because they know they can't compete with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the crater they left with Episode 7 just should 
any studio should just stay away for a few weeks. I mean, honestly, it would be a dumb move to even try to put something out with Star Wars. I just Although saw that Will, Will Smith S- has. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I was gonna say. Is I just saw that Will Smith's movie is coming out, or a movie that he's doing is coming out with Star Wars, and I was like, no, why would they do that? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, you gotta move that. And it's not even a franchise movie. It's like a, you know, like a movie drama or whatever. It's a normal movie. So, yeah, interesting. And Rogue One is looking to be sounding like it's going to be darker and grittier than any Star Wars we've seen before. It's awesome. Perhaps even darker and grittier than the Star Wars Holiday Special. Well, that could be pretty dark. I had nightmares for days after watching that. So... Carrie Fisher has had nightmares for decades. <laughs> um, uh, I would love to see, and I, I don't know, I can't remember. They, didn't they announce a Boba Fett standalone, one of their... Yes, they have. Okay. Because that, that could be pretty, uh, I don't know if I don't know if it could, well, I mean, it could be pretty dark. I don't know. But it could be right up there with Rogue One, like that same type of, uh, more of a violent Star Wars than we're used to. Yeah. Well, and it did start pretty rough for Boba Fett. I mean, we saw like, his childhood was not happy, but the way they presented it in the prequels was almost, uh, there was no emotional impact for me. I, I didn't really feel sorry for the kid at all. I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah. just a horrible person. But anyway... Um, James Earl Jones will be back to voice Darth Vader in Rogue One, so that's cool. They aren't getting Hayden Christensen? That's weird. That is weird. Because I would so much rather hear Hayden <laughs> Christensen. <laughs> Him heavy breathing and doing a low voice. Uh, yes. So on to video games. Uh, what have you been doing in video games? Uh, the DLC for Dying Light came out yesterday. And Dying Light, first of all, was one of my favorite games from last year. And probably my favorite co-op game outside of ESO from last year. And um, I just didn't have a lot of friends that got it, so it was very short-lived for co-op. But I did finish it completely and you know by myself or whatever. But man, the DLC is so hard. Um, but uh, so I've been doing that the last couple of days, um, and I love it. I can't recommend that game enough. If you guys are looking for a good co-op game, Dying Light is just phenomenal. Um, and then I've been doing GTA a lot. We've been boosting a lot because of the double money for this week. Which is that ending tonight? Um, it says it's ending on the 11th, but I have no idea what time on the 11th. Oh, it okay. Ends. Okay, gotcha. So probably it'll probably end. I would. You'd think it would be like uh, the next, like the next morning after midnight or whatever. But think. But anyway, um, and then I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, I played the trial of Unraveled, which was beautiful. Um, I want to get that as a full game, but I just have such a huge backlog right now, and with Division just around the corner, I just, um, it's just too much. <laughs> I just can't get anything else right now. So, uh, so I'm holding off on that. And same with Far Cry Primal. I'm not getting that right now because I just got too much of a backlog. But um, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else substantial I've been playing. I've just been, yeah, mostly just the catching division. up on my backlog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about we talked about that in our podcast. Our Division special podcast from last week. So I won't bring, talk about too much of that. But, but yeah. There's some some good games. Oh, a lot of ESO. I still do, do that almost every day. 
So. Yeah, um, yeah, I've been basically doing a lot of the same, uh, G- grinding GTA with you, um, Ark Survival Evolved is absolutely fantastic, even though it's early release, that has, I mean, we put more time into that game than probably 95% of full, full games, AAA release games, it's absolutely amazing, um, yep. And we'll be putting out a lot more videos on that, so you can always keep... Yeah, I guess we on. haven't talked about ARK since... We haven't had a podcast since ARK came out, have we? No, we haven't. Wow, yeah, ARK was another game we've been playing. It's I uh, We were running a dedicated server, and I moved recently. And uh, with all the money we make at Agents of Game, I bought a huge mansion. <laughs> and so, just That's moved into that. all our savings went. Yep, so I just moved into that, and then... Uh, but um, so I haven't been running the server, so I I didn't even think about that until you said that. But uh, but yes, Ark is amazing, and and if you if you have the capability to run a dedicated server and play with friends, you can set the settings however you want. So if you want a hardcore experience or not, or if you just want to play to chill or whatever, it's just a great game to play with your friends. Yes, um, yeah, just a couple of quick notes. Uh, Neverwinter Underdark DLC came out. Does anybody even still care? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I it actually has a pretty huge following still on Xbox Live, but I don't, as far as our friends go, nobody plays it anymore. Yeah, I mean the fact that it's free is nice, but yeah, we I think we, most our group has at least all moved on. Yeah, uh, Mojang and Oxide just released Cobalt, which is definitely not Minecraft. Um, looks pretty cool. I definitely want to try that out, but like you said, with so many other games, it's hard to do that. But there is co-op in that. Oh, I did um, not. And it looks pretty cool. Um, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which was out last fall on Xbox, is now available on PS4. Um, Rocket League, which was out on PS4, is now coming to Xbox One. Uh, Street Fighter V will be out on PS4 on February 16th, but that... I love Street Fighter 2, and I've liked some of the other stuff they've done since then. Street Fighter 5 just doesn't seem like it's doing it for me, but I don't have a PS4, so it doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's the the games you mentioned are pretty much what I've been playing. Um, and there's not a whole lot releasing incredibly soon. Um, there is another beta, open beta for The Division. Yes. Um, yeah, with a new mission. If you've played the closed beta or... If- You've watched a lot of videos from the closed beta. Um, there is a new mission and a new skill tr- skill uh, that they're adding to the open beta. So you'll have uh, a little bit more to experience there before the full game comes out a couple weeks later. Oh, and tomorrow uh, they're starting the uh, closed beta for Homefront. Yes. Um, and that game looks like a mix of Far Cry with... Um, like, um, I don't know, really. I can't really think of anything. <laughs> it's like Far Cry, but set in a, uh, not apocalypse, but like a uh, survival, city survival type setting. Uh, North Korea takes over America, essentially. And it's about the resistance there. Yeah, now I have not read, I know we're both in the closed beta. I have not read, is there a non-disclosure agreement for this one? Are we going to be able to talk about next week? I don't think there is. I think um, I think we're good to talk about it. Okay, sweet. Well, yeah. then uh, next week we will definitely be telling you about our experiences. Um, if we can, we'll try to at least get out some short videos. I know, at least on my personal YouTube channel, I got some stuff from The Division, and we're going to be getting some more Division footage out. We have our Division podcast. Um, 
But yeah, we'll be getting some stuff out on Homefront next week. Um, yeah. So we will let you know how that looks. I hope it's good. Looks like it could has the potential to be another good co-op game. Like Dying Light is one of those games where co-op is done right. They don't close off co-op to anything. It doesn't shorten the game or limit the game. Nobody's limited in the co-op. And uh, I love co-op games are like that. You have the whole city. There's no tether. I'm hoping that Homefront is the same kind of deal with its co-op that uh that you're just playing with four friends in the city of Philadelphia. Hmm. Very cool. Well, this week has been a shorter episode uh, with a couple of our guys on their honeymoon or something like that. Um, but uh, we'll, there's always plenty more to talk about next week. Uh, thanks for joining me again, Dan. No problemo. And we shall catch you all on the flip side. Peace.